1: Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager, happy Monday, August the 23rd, a lot to get to today, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager, Tom and Ricky were your hosts as always, Ricky good morning, how we doing? Good morning Tom.
0: I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Switching from the, uh, the Red Bulls to the 5 hour energy, so a little bit of an adjustment, but can't complain, Tom. How was your weekend?
1: The five-hour energy. Just one of the most disgusting things that's ever touched <laughs> my tongue. and uh, But good it good for you. Good. It's healthy for you, right? That's what you were just saying.
0: It tastes healthy, so we're going to roll with that.
1: <laughs> um, weekend was good. Uh, some of the tennis plays throughout, um, I guess, Saturday. Saturday. Uh, we're fine. Um, we didn't finish off great, but that's okay. Um, I'd love to pull up kind of where the tennis plays are at that I've that I've since we started actually tracking them on Steady Picks on the website.
0: Yeah, you put up a damn O for three the other night. I know that. Yeah, I know because so- I took them for the first time betting your tennis picks, Tom, not off to a good note with me. Not only do I not like hearing about tennis, I don't like losing tennis bets either.
1: You know, it's, it's one of those things. You just kind of, uh, you know, it's a long season, just like baseball. It's a lot of tennis to be played. And we just kind of let it come to us. We're five and six for minus 1.3 units. Um, I actually took three plays today, even though our big tournament is over. So I'll get to those in a moment. Uh, we got three plays for tennis today. Over the weekend, I took the uh, Indians' first five on on uh, Saturday and Sunday. They won both first five, Indians over the Angels, minus, first, uh, minus 135 <clears throat> on the first five. So that's what I had going on. I had a little bit of tennis and those two baseball plays.
0: I'll tell you what, Tom, I want to give a big shout out to Sean Brady, because once again, I didn't have a whole lot of action this weekend, but I played every single one of Sean Brady's picks. And yet again, this man delivers a card that cashes, made a great profit on that. Uh, I think he went eight and four total, Tom. So it's awesome having a great uh, UFC resource. A lot lot more fun watching those fights when you're, you're making a little cheddar.
1: Eight and four, did he—excuse uh, me, was he up units?
0: Yeah, yeah. I went 100 on every fight um, and made a nice— I had some other little fun props sprinkled in just throughout the uh, throughout the event, but he, he cleared a few—probably uh, two to three units, I'd say. Um, so, good, very good card. Excellent, excellent. And it was a hard card to pick, Tom. There wasn't a lot of huge favorites, huge dogs— a lot of like fifty fifty fights, which, you know, isn't isn't that common uh from my betting experience. So that made it even a bit more impressive.
1: And it looks like the Astros uh did not win and I think they lost yesterday. Uh, yes. in a very, very, very bad uh bad beat. Brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal.
0: Um in total, Tom, over the weekend the steady picks plays finished two and one. Three plays, two on Saturday, one yesterday, and then an interesting prop on Friday, Tom. That I know you and I discussed a little bit—that Padres uh, prop. Mm-hmm. So those were the steady picks plays.
1: Okay, and uh, baseball for today, um, not you know, it's it's the typical Monday, not a whole lot of games. I potentially have one play, but that would be about it. Baseball's been just so terribly difficult. I don't even want to play it anymore right now. Um it just seems it's again, it's the good teams and the bad teams. There's a clear separation and when they play, it's hard to bet them. It's hard to bet the games. Feels like every pitcher I look at anymore is I don't find those edges like I was finding earlier in the season. I'm certainly not finding those now. So it's becoming tough yeah. to to kind of separate what might be a good play.
0: That being said, though, Tom, you're sitting in a really good spot on the year. Uh, I just pulled up your, your MLB record for the people out there. Tom is 103-89-3. He's hitting at a 53.6% rate. And he's plus 20 point1 units 20 point1 units Tom and I, I ask you this because like you just said season's getting a little funky right now but I want to talk to you about some goals you know where where are you ideally looking to finish in a you know like do you have your eye on on a number or anything like that
1: truthfully i I don't um I really don't. Like twenty you have was twenty's a, eye 20 a, is a good. That, or uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Like twenty was a was a great mile. Like ten, twenty, twenty's a very good milestone. After that, it's just. Um, I try not to. Notice. I honestly try not to give myself goals for a season because I don't like to think about if I'm on pace or if I'm behind pace or if I'm not making it there. So I truthfully don't even give myself a goal heading into the season. I do what it is that I do and see how it shakes out.
0: Let me rephrase the question then for you, since since you want to answer it all politically correct here. All right. (laughs) Let's let's phrase the question this way. Is there a number that you'd really be disappointed if you dipped below, being at this stage of the season, you're plus 20.1 units, like where would you not like to fall below 20?: What would be considered a disaster? 20 20?
1: 20, not going below 20.
0: Okay, okay. so so you really want to have a, a plus 20 unit season MLB that would be
1: That a would big be win. great. That would be fantastic. So we're going to try and stay above that.
0: Yeah. okay, that's fair. That's fair. And just so you know, Tom, for me. I hit uh, my last two MLB picks saved me because I was not doing too hot. But I hit two really nice dogs on Friday, which got me back to plus 8.8 units. And, you know, Very I've nice. been trying to Very get 10. Nice. Yeah, but I'm trying to get to 10 units and then get out and be done and roll that into football.
1: Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Um, it's going to be it's it's tough. Baseball is tough right now. Playoff baseball is even harder. Um, So, honestly, I I almost never bet playoff baseball the postseason. It's just really tough on that night in. It's kind of the same as basketball. It's that same kind of grind where you just don't know which – this team wins game one, that team wins game two. What do I do? My back and forth. It just gets to be a lot, and the numbers are really sharp. There's not as many games going on to kind of – Find value valuable plays it kind of turns into an absolute disaster
0: i could see that that's when i start to enjoy watching like from a a fan standpoint
1: that is true
0: i like those cold games you know like in late mid-october where you can see the smoke coming out their mouths and you know like that's that's baseball to me i love that
1: yep yep postseason baseball is just different um different for a number of, of reasons one being it's hard to bet but, right right um i've what? got three tennis plays today so that's where our attention is going to shift until uh football season and then it'll be a mix of uh nfl and uh tennis of course Um, uh, because baseball like i said postseason i probably won't be uh participating in too much i'll check the lines you know the night before the games like i do now Make sure I'm not missing anything, but I would suspect I won't be betting much postseason baseball. You
0: gotta leave the people high and dry in the postseason when they need you most.
1: It's all about it's all about finding the edge. And if you can't find the edge, I can't you know, I don't feel if I made money it would be lucky. If I had a successful postseason without an edge, it would just be luck. And that would be great, but that's not going to work out like that most of the time. That's fair. That's the game fair. ones. I will. I will often find opportunity. So the first game of the series. After that, they just start to. They know so much about the two teams playing each other. It's the numbers are pretty darn spot on.
0: Yeah. Um. One. One quick thing that I just noticed before you go into tennis, and I go a mute here, Tom. <laughs> Your San Francisco Giants, okay, because I've been following this close because that that ticket you put in months back uh, for the Giants to win the NL West. The Giants have a a two-and-a-half game lead on the Dodgers, Tom. The Dodgers have gone 9-1 and in their last 10 games. They are on their ass, yet the Giants are not letting go of this spot. Uh, do Do you think they might be able to hold this? So as we get closer and closer, we got about a month and what a half left in the season.
1: Yeah, I think uh, right about there. And you know what? Um, y- no, you can it's only catch up. Race. You can only catch up if the Giants start losing, and the Giants don't plan on losing.
0: Oh man, it's going to be fun to watch that go down to the wire because they do play each other a couple more times, right? Mm-hmm. They do.
1: They do. Um, you know, I was, it's funny you mentioned some of that stuff. I was just looking at some of the win totals that I had placed at the beginning of the season, um, that we talked about here on the show. And I'm just scrolling through and just seeing if we're on pace. And truthfully, I'm not, uh, that impressed with what I've, excuse me, with what I've, uh, picked here. Um, we had the pirates, and we'll just go through these real quick because I think it's interesting. We had the Pirates over 58 and a half. They're at 44 wins currently.
0: That likely will not hit. That will likely opinion.
1: not. I mean, they have, what, 40 or so games left? and they're... They would
0: have to win at a rate they haven't won all season
1: yeah, for that to they'd catch. Have to win. They'd have to be slightly over 500. right? Just a tick over 500 to to go over that. Uh we had the Rockies under 63. Um they're at 57 wins right now. That is going to be nearly impossible to stay under 63 seeing that they're 7 games off of that right now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's not that, that's a loss.
1: Um yeah, those two are tough. You know, and I I felt really good about them going into this. Um, but, you know, they've been a lot better than we thought, and the Pirates were a lot worse than we thought. Uh, I had the Mets over their win total. Like I said, I thought the Mets were going to have it figured out. They're not going to get there. To that, the one that I'm arguably most proud of here <laughs> is the uh, – uh, where are they? The Astros. Over. They're at 72 wins. The over-unders at 87. So they've got a good chance to get there. Get home for that. And then uh, the last one I had was the Twins under 77. Minnesota Twins under 77.
0: That's a winner. That's going to be a winner. They're not going to win. Yeah.
1: So... All things considered, not the best uh, preseason over-unders that I've ever had. Uh, But there it is anyway.
0: I'll tell you what, Tom. I placed a hell of a futures MLB bet on this show back on July 28th which was the Yankees to win the AL at plus 1600 when they were at an all-time low before they made all those trades. I'm starting to look at that ticket and think it's got a shot.
1: That's to win the AL. To win the AL.
0: A fighting shot, you know, no. like oh, yeah. it wasn't even looking like they were a playoff team when I placed it. That was a huge uphill battle just to potentially be a wild card team. Now they're they're like neck and neck in the division. I mean, they've passed Boston. They're playing great. They got Garrett Cole to go in that wild card game. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's truly going to come down to just uh, playoff baseball, I would say.
0: Yeah, can they get past the Astros or White Sox?
1: Uh, for baseball games that we're taking today, um, and this is a tough day. It's a tough day. I have one play. Um, I have one play today. Comes in the White Sox and Blue Jays game. We're actually taking the Toronto Blue Jays at home. Um, I'm going to take the first five at plus 100. I think that's where there's the most value. It's going against... Uh, Lance Lynn, which is okay. Lance Lynn, if we pull up his stats here, uh, he's a 78th percentile pitcher. Very good. No doubt. Expected ERA is one of the best in the league. Everything is good about Lance Lynn. Yet Alex Manoa is arguably, uh, arguably better in some ways. When you look at his full portfolio, if you will, uh, K rates higher. Expected batting average is against is better. Expected URA is not as good, but that's okay. Weighted on base, excellent. He's an 80th percentile pitcher on my chart. I actually have him rated higher than Lancelin. And with all that being said, you get the Blue Jays who are playing pretty good baseball. You're getting them at home as a slight. I mean, they're they're a dog. It's still it's plus a hundred, but they're you know a dog, if you will. And I think it's a good spot to to go ahead and and back them.
0: I had this play t- tabbed out too, Tom, and I didn't have a pick on either side. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, being, you know, a pickem. One one thing that caught my eye with that game too is because I also, you know, I I like this price on the Blue Jays. It's pretty rare to be able to get them as a as a home dog like this. They're not really scoring runs the way that they were um, prior. You know, like they for a, a good stretch of time over the last couple months. They were pouring in runs and their offense was really hot. I feel like over the last at least week or two we're not seeing the box scores, you know, the bats showing up like that. But you trust this guy Manoa, huh? Cause Lance Lynn's a stud.
1: I do. Manoa's numbers are very, very good. The other thing that you could do if if you don't love that play, and I'm actually putting a unit on both of these in the same game which I know is pretty crazy, uh, is the under four and a half first five, minus 115, Um, because I think they're both very good. But Manoa is much better. People don't see Alec Manoa and say, oh, wow, he's good, right? Like you even did it yourself. But I'm telling you, he's much, much better than he looks.
0: So I I bet on him his last start, for the record, Mm -hmm. and he lost to the fucking Nationals. He got rocked. Absolutely rocked. He went three innings. Uh, The Nationals scored seven runs off him in three innings. He got knocked out of the game. But aside from that, it looks like he's, you know, that was his outlier bad game. He's pitched really well consistently, aside from that outlier game. But maybe that's what it is, Tom. His last start, I got burned on him bad. Uh
1: yeah, but, I mean, every uh, – it's tough to just look at the last start in, at, in of itself. Like, to me, that doesn't tell me too much. Just looking at, like, their last start or their last two starts, maybe their last three starts. You need a yeah, much like, bigger sample size.
0: Uh, Lance Lynn, True, he's rolling. He's uh, He's been pitching – or rather than he's been pitching really well, they've been winning when he pitches, Tom. But again, just just trying to throw a couple things out there. Um, but So you're going to go unit on first five and then a unit on the first five under as well.
1: Yep, yep. First five under is uh, four and a half minus 115. And then the first five, Blue Jays plus 100. And this is what I'm talking about. You got to kind of think a little bit different sometimes to be, to be really successful. And I think this play is a really, really good example of thinking a little different. Okay.
0: Well, the results speak for themselves so far, Tom. So we'll, we'll get you locked in there. I'm not going to touch this game just because it feels a little funky to me. Uh, I'm a white Sox guy, but, uh,
1: and yeah, I'm gonna going to go no play MLB today, Tom. They're going to get pounded today with uh, with money. The White Sox, they're going to get absolutely pounded with money. I think the Blue Jays number might even get better.
0: If that number gets better, I might jump on board.
1: But I but think we'll see. Plus a hundred, still a great price. So that's what I got. Two plays. Same in the same game. Maybe do one of those same game parlays and uh, see how it goes. Um, But nothing else across baseball really interests me Tom, at
0: all. Tom, time out. You're recommending more parlays. We <laughs> Something's not right with you. I'm telling you. Are, are you doing all right, my man? Throwing parlays out again. No, no, Mr. I'm not. Putting the, I'm not
1: doing the parlay.
0: All right. All right. I'm just making sure you're good. My man. Saw- <laughs> you acted a little strange these last couple of weeks.
1: I'm going absolutely nuts. I'm going crazy. <laughs> uh, I know people are a big fan of those. The, you know, every book's got their same game parlay or uh, whatever they call it. Everybody calls it something a little bit different because the true same game parlay is a, a FanDuel exclusive, I believe. Yep. Everyone else calls it something else stupid. Um, but I, it's not often I pick two plays in the same game, so I had to, you know, for the people that are crazy out there, throw them together. All right, all right. But not for me. The other games in baseball are terrible. No, absolutely no value anywhere else. You have the Red Sox and Eovaldi minus 350, I see. That's just a joke. Um, you got the worst game in, of I've ever seen—the Diamondbacks versus the Pirates. Like, yeah, that's a game we want to analyze. Uh, Yankees, Jordan Montgomery, and you know, the Yankees might actually be dogs depending how when the lines get posted. But
0: when's the last time the Braves lost a game?
1: Yeah, get that game away from me.
0: Talk about uh, two very hot teams, the Yankees and Braves right now.
1: I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. I almost bet Senza Taylor and the Rockies on the road against the Cubs, who are awful. Plus 110, just or 115 in that range was not a big enough price for Senza Taylor. He is god-awful. Yeah, Rockies he- on the road. Not a great idea. Yep, but the Cubs are really, really bad. really bad. They're worse than the Rockies, like just awful. But not with Senza Taylor. Can't do it. Zach Granky's a two fifty two dollar fifty cent favorite against the Royals. No way. I'm betting that. Granky shouldn't be a two fifty favorite to anybody. Uh and then the last game of the night, the Mariners and the In the athletics, it's tough to bet against the Mariners. I basically just look to find spots to bet them. Price is a little bit short for me tonight. Plus 105, plus 110. Not quite enough.
0: Yeah, geez. Talk about if you could go back in time and just bet the Mariners the whole season, you'd be a rich, rich man.
1: And I'm afraid that it's kind of turning, turning and but not even that they're playing any different. It's just catching up to them again. Nothing works in betting for forever. You find you that saw, edge. Yeah.
0: You saw the market catch up to the Tigers pretty quickly. The Mariners, it, it happens. The Rockies on the uh, Rockies at home. Tom is one that really,
1: yeah, they're laying $2 secret. at home these days. Dollar eighty. It's like what?
0: That secret's out.
1: So everything is changes. So that's why it's important to just keep keep moving. Don't get stuck in a way of thinking about certain teams. Um you just cannot get stuck thinking the entire season that oh the Mariners are blah 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 blah. I'm gonna keep betting them at plus money. Um Or Rockies at home have figured it out. Or Tigers are on a little bit of a run. You constantly have to think about what's next. What can I change? What is nobody looking at? What game am I going to be a little bit contrarian on? That's all important stuff in baseball. I believe the Blue Jays is a great play tonight to do just that. Love it. So there you have it. As long as the White Sox don't hit the cover off the ball, um, Ricky, we got tennis, please.
0: What do you got, Tom? We got
1: tennis, please. So, um, the tour for the WTA is a bit all over the place at this point. They got a couple different tournaments going on, uh, a little bit scattered scattered about. Um, so. I found a few plays between uh, Chicago, WTA Chicago, um, and Cleveland are the two places they're playing. I found a few plays that I like for both. So I have a total of, let's see, what's the total? One, two, three tennis plays today. Get your pen out, uh, Ricky. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Uh, first play. Anna Bogdan plus a hundred against Heather Watson. That should be one you can handle. Anna Bogdan. <laughs> no, but Anna Bogdan's plus one hundred even money plus a hundred. Uh, comeback minus one thirty on Heather Watson. This is my favorite play of the day. I have Anna Bogdan rated way significantly higher than Heather Watson. Um on an Elo level where it adjusts with how they're playing and just on a raw a raw number uh side of it as well for the hardcore. So um happy to take Anna Bogdan there at plus a hundred. Second play. All right. Serana Cerste against Teresa Martinkova. Thursday is minus a dollar 50, minus 150 for Thursday. Um the reason I have this again is she is far and away better than Martinkova. If we go look at Martinkova's um numbers here, she's way down the list. Um not very good. The Elo rating I have for her is about 15 15- and change there. Um, I've got Sarstay almost oh, about 130 points higher. It's very significant, much mu- very significant. Martin Kova's uh, base numbers. This is the only part that scares you. Her base numbers are way worse. She has one of the worst. core uh, hardcore numbers that I've, I can find when you take into account who she's played, her rating is increased a little bit it means she's either beating really good opponents or playing really good opponents very hard. Okay. So, okay. so it's okay though, because I think Thursday is way better like way better. So a dollar fifty is an okay price to lay on that one. Last play I have here. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, you got go away it. from me. Uh, let's see. Katarina Sinikova This is in Cleveland now. I think this is the only one we're picking that's in Cleveland. Sinekova against uh, the American Shelby Rogers. And Sinicova, again, is just... This is what we're looking for here. This is exactly picture-perfect what we want. Sinicova is rated substantially higher, over 100 points higher than Shelby Rogers. Shelby Rogers her overall just ranking is poor or m- more poor than Sinikova's Sinikova's several years younger which some don't think matters but I do Sinikova -125 is a short price I when I run the numbers on this it should be -150 25 cents is enough to pull the trigger on that so there it is those are the three plays for tennis today.
0: Five units on the day that you're risking, Tom. Or are these all across the board, one-unit plays? Yes, they are. My man's throwing out some money today.
1: You know, that's what we're here to do. We're here to pick games, we're here to pick things we like. So that's, uh, that's what I do. I'm not scared of losing uh, being down units. Hopefully tennis works out so we can get ourselves in the green.
0: Yeah, you're uh, hey, you're right there.
1: And it's such a shame because um, I guess it's not really that big of a shame. What I've been tracking so far this summer is, um, and I'll give you the number I have because I tracked this stuff too, uh, plus .74. So I'm not even positive a full unit yet my summer like all the plays i've made. If that makes sense. So i've not like i've included the ones i've made that are on steady picks. This goes back another you know month or two prior to that.
0: Hey, transparency is everything. And i i know i speak for the the show listeners when i say we all love that about you, Tom, that regardless of winning, losing, we know you're always going to uh, tell us how it is, even if you're shitting in the bed. So we love the transparency.
1: It is uh, all we can do these days. It's all you can rely on.
0: One more thing, Tom. I can't let you off the hook this easy. I know we're wrapping up here, go ahead, but go ahead. we had the steady picks fantasy football draft yesterday. You and I, of course, end up picking back to back, you know, right right next to one another and tom you snatched patrick mahomes from me i got to ask you real quick about this one pick because yeah yeah you know we've we've had some fantasy discussions i know you're not the guy who typically reaches on a qb so here i am in like the fourth fifth round whenever it was I'm one pick away from Patrick Mahomes. I'm watching him go one by one. You know, people are passing him, licking my chops, waiting for him to get to me. And you took him, Tom. You took him right (laughs) from under me.
1: I did. And uh, the reason being is the numbers that I look at for fantasy have him so far and away uh, better than any other quarterback. I couldn't bear to not have him. So I reach my strategy for fantasy is I reach for who I want on my team. I don't care if I got to pick the best available or no, that stuff's all nonsense. When you're doing a fantasy draft, you go and pick the players that you want on your team. So sit down before your draft, make your list of maybe 30 players that you really want on your team throughout the draft board and literally just go pick them.
0: Yeah. And the reason I bring this up, Tom is because I loved majority of my draft. The only two picks that really threw me off was when you took Patrick Mahomes. I panicked. I'm on the clock now. And I, I, you know, I was only set on him. I end up, uh, taking like Julio Jones or something that yeah, I'm not I saw about you know maybe maybe he ends up being a good pick but it was a panic pick I'm not gonna lie and then I'm on that turn and I'm still like a little shook because I didn't really have a backup guy in mind and uh, I end up taking Josh Allen and yep. then the, the guy I'm deciding between uh, Travis Etienne you take again and I just felt like I should have left that turn with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Etienne, <laughs> and somehow you you left the turn with those two players. And you
1: left with <laughs> Julio uh, no, Jones Josh Allen, and Josh too. Allen.
0: <laughs> but I do like Josh Allen, I will say. He's, uh, you know, if I'm not going to have Patty, that was the guy I wanted.
1: And he could be better than than Patty, too, to be honest with you. But I just yeah. – the numbers I was looking at that I used for fantasy just had Patty far and above any other quarterback that I could have. So I said, you know what? Let's go get a solid guy there. And to be honest with you, Ricky, I think my team, I think I had the best draft you can have right here. I know everybody says that. I think I had a fantastic draft.
0: I didn't evaluate everyone's team yet, including my own but uh yeah i'm excited i gotta i gotta dig in today tom and and check out everyone's team but i I did really like those two picks on your end um specifically i don't remember what you did with the rest of the draft but i was i was not happy We'll, we'll leave it at that
1: Well, ricky i'll give you a little uh they you know how they do the fantasy trends on espn now they've got the the software that grades your picks and blah 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 um
0: they got a grading tool
1: they do they do um, Tom's team Second best draft Of the day Second best Ricky you want to know where you are
0: Yeah I do uh,
1: Sixth Best draft Sixth Middle of the pack Ian, Nothing wrong with that Dollar Bill Donnie With the 12th Last place
0: you know what, Tom? And I don't—you know, we love Donnie. He, he's our guy. He's probably the most accomplished, aside from Big John, fantasy guy on on the Steady Picks roster. But I was shocked because I did look at Donnie's team. I was monitoring it throughout the draft because, you know, he's a threat. I, doesn't he have, like, fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starting QB or something?
1: He does. He does.
0: It's going to be interesting. I feel like Donnie has a plan. He might know what he's doing, you know, but on the surface, I can see why he got that last place. grade. I didn't, I didn't love his team, but then again, you just never know. Tom,
1: the thing so is, like, is that 12th pick is so hard. That 12th pick is so bad, right? He was 12th pick overall. Wasn't he last?
0: He was, he took Eckler and Gibson.
1: It's like, what are you going to do with the 12th pick at the, I just crossed my fingers, and I don't pick 12th on any other draft. I thought third was a really good spot to be. Normally it is, but I I felt really confident with what I was doing. So I'd love to be third every time, fourth, fifth. Would you
0: take again, Henry or Kamara?
1: Kamara. 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 Yeah, I'm looking um, at your team
0: right now, Tom. You are a fucking asshole for taking Patrick Mahomes. He belonged with me. (laughs) I I just, it makes me
1: sick. I'll trade him to you. I'll trade him to you. Would you? I would.
0: We might have to talk one of these episodes this week. We might have to engage in some Patrick Mahomes trade talk because he belongs with me.
1: Let's go. no question.
0: Hey, we'll see. We'll see. Something in to in the tune of
1: uh, Darren Waller and Josh Allen. I'll give you a patty.
0: Oh, gosh. Tom's one of those guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get something back for him.
0: Let me uh, – I'll, I'll take a look at your team. We'll see if we can work something out. But Josh Allen, worst comes to worst. I got a pretty damn good QB myself.
1: He's all right. <laughs> no patty. Yeah, that was the uh, that Bloody was the time. steady picks uh, staff fantasy league, if you will. So really fun time. Glad we glad we did that, Ricky. A big thank you for uh, getting that all together for everybody.
0: Oh, of course, of course. In today's world, Tom, everyone needs a little distraction, some fantasy football.
1: Oh, we do. Oh, we do. Uh steady picks radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening. Again, steadypicks.com. Completely free to sign up. If you haven't signed up yet, I don't know. I I don't know what you're doing. Completely free. Thanks for listening. Good luck today. Let's uh, win some tennis plays. I feel a three-no in coming in tennis. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Let's go.
1: Let's go, Tom. Let's hit these tennis plays. Let's do it. Tell now what might you and what might sustain